He's not just some guy, Marge. He's a carny and part of a noble tradition. Carnies built this country, the carnival part of it anyway, and though they may be rat-like in appearance, they are truly kings among men. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. You said that with such enthusiasm. Yeah, that's uh, that's about as high as I'm going to get about this episode. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, we, this is Two Bad Neighbors, your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons one through ten. My name is Greg. My name is Alan. And we are your co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Yes, Alan has been promoted back to co-host. Oh, thank and you. And I have been demoted down to co-host <laughs> once again. So we are on equal footing equal because footing. I think today we have a lot to share about this episode. Sure. Um, I'd like to talk about amusement parks. Great today in in general and <laughs> uh-huh. carnival experiences sure yeah. in general um, such as they might be uh, because quite frankly there's not much for me to say about this episode it's so basic yeah um, but we are talking about Bart Carney today but before we get to that um, we're a little bit late today. Yes. Uh, we hope our patrons have enjoyed our last Patreon episode. If you are a patron, you can absolutely check that out. Or if you would like to become one, you can check that out. Dropped yesterday mm-hmm. on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we covered two episodes of The Simpsons, quote unquote, zombie years. We covered something called... Weekend at Burnsies. That's the one. And Barthood. Mm-hmm. So check those out if you uh, want to become a patron. And in the meantime, we're back on the main feed. Yeah. And we're in the same, we're in the same room. Because we're in Canada, and we can do that. Not that we're bragging. <laughs> well, a little bit. I'm bragging a little bit. Um, the mask bylaw is in effect today. That's right, as of today. Yeah. Yep. So make sure you got uh, your masks in your cars, in your pockets, wherever you happen to be going. If you're going out, make sure you have a mask and a little spray bottle of hand sanitizer. I got my uh, Bar- uh, Bar- uh, Billy and the Clonosaurus uh, mask. That's right. So. Um, send me a picture of that. I want to post it okay. on our... Uh, on our Instagram because okay. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back on Instagram. Nice. After our mailbag and after one of our listeners sent us that groundskeeper Willie photo, I just couldn't stop. I couldn't handle it anymore. I had to post that. That's fair. It's just so perfect. And because Ife, Ife, right, got you. He did. Yeah, he's yeah. the one who got it for me. He got you this Billy and the Clonosaurus face mask. I think we have to do our part and we'll raise the awareness. You know? I think that's true. I mean, you came over last time with it, but we it was a it, it was a you know mailbag episode, and we were doing zombie years and all that. Sort we had of a thing. lot to cover. We had a lot to talk about, but now we can talk about your Billy and the Clonosaurus mask. Mm-hmm. It's great. I have it. <laughs> do you have it on you right now? <laughs> I do. Uh, can you show me? It? Alan's just grabbing his Billy and the Clonosaurus mask. See, he doesn't just talk the talk; he walks the walk, and there it is, Billy. And the Clonosaurus. It's a uh, it's a Clonosaurus and Billy from the Troy McClure videos. Yes, and uh, the T Rex looks like it's or sorry, the Clonosaurus, of course, yeah. uh, looks like it's from um, the uh, Trios of Horror episode where he goes back in time. Okay, and he sneezes, and yeah. all Everything the other dies. dinosaurs sneeze. Uh, this looks like the it's modeled after that uh, the Clonosaurus. Now, is that official merch? I doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) Both knowing this kind of things they release as official merch and knowing Dr. Ife. Yeah. Uh, He's he's got weird weird, uh, avenues on the internet to find things. So uh, many of of them, uh, some may consider unnatural. Well, also, 
also, I must say, the amount of bootleg merchandise for The Simpsons is uh, second to none. Oh, it's there. pretty crazy. It's uh, it's wild. Yeah. I mean, we did a whole Patreon episode about bootleg flash games, unlicensed (laughs) flash games. Can you believe we actually did that? Why did we do that? (laughs) That was so stupid. Yeah. Um, I'm holding, and I'm holding on to our little tangent that we did about The Dark Knight Rises until Tenet comes out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I want to coincide it with Tenet. Interesting. Yeah. Well, when a a movie comes out, you know, (laughs) I want to drop something that's about a Christopher Nolan movie. About how movies exist. How they exist still, a little. Yeah. Kind of. Who knows? Maybe the Eurovision movie will win Best Picture this year because nothing else came out. (laughs) God, no. (laughs) Did you see it? Yeah. It's good. I didn't like it. It's a good movie. It was bad. There's a few moments of (laughs) sheer joy in that movie. Sure. I love the mashup, the the dance party. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's, like a, that it's a really yeah. great part. I think the movie is like a lot of Netflix movies. It's a bit too long. Yeah. Because um, they haven't quite cracked that yet. I thought, honestly, I just thought it was weird that I feel like the the, the comedy conceit is that this group, uh, Will Ferrell and Elizabeth Banks. Uh, Whoa. Hmm? Whoa. Rachel McAdams. Oh, right. Sorry. Canadian treasure. <laughs> um. Will Ferrell and uh, Rachel McAdams. Uh, you can just cut that out, right? And just like sure, yeah. Just put, put over me saying the correct name. Um, <laughs> uh, Give me some work to do. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I got to post this today. Um, uh, the conceit is that their uh, duo is supposed to be bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, and they're like not. Everyone's That's reaction great. is is like is is were to be believed. Like oh this is a this is a kind of a jokey bad band, and then like oh they only get into the the thing because the one lady dies, um you know and they only get further because uh, like it's just it's weird it, like I don't understand what they're trying to say about this this act because I actually enjoy their music me too and I'm and I'm like it would make no sense why people would like not be into this no they're a great Eurovision band yeah they're and exactly so what that what I imagine Europe but at the same time. I I found the conceit was like something always happened like they're they're when Some they're when they're doing when they perform yeah when they're doing their stage shows right. it's always too elaborate and always too much and something always goes wrong right when that happens so they're like oh that's why they're bad you know yeah. if they could just be a little simpler if they could just you know go back to basics which is what they do <laughs> in the big song where she sings an Icelandic yeah, the big, the big and I finale, cried which is very good. I literally cried. <laughs> That song gets me. It was good. It's I a like great song. The movie is good. I think it's, I think it's fine. <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> I was really mad when they they uh, had like a big accident, but then finished the song and no one uh, cheered. I would be so. I would be like, "This is amazing! They, yeah, they yeah, did yeah. it!" Like that's. Su- I don't buy that in movies where right. where like an audience will just be silent. Did you watch it alone? Yeah. Yeah. You should I, do watch a, it. I do a lot of things alone. You should break. watch it with with the. Uh, you should have watched it with some friends. Well, maybe if some friends would invite me over to the house to watch with. What house are you referring to? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Spelt the German way. Um, <laughs> I knew it. Um, so yeah, how have you been? Ah, uh, fine. It's been very, uh, just you know, I I'm, I'm in this this mood now where it's just like. This this year's a write off. Let's just get get it over with. Let's get, 
<laughs> yeah, let's get, get it, done. it done. Let's get it done. I just yeah. want to get back to some kind of normalcy, and I don't know when that'll be still, but I hope it'll happen early next year. I don't know. Well, I'm hoping that tonight is going to be a little bit, feeling a little bit normal, With because hockey? there's going to be some hockey tonight, yeah. some playoff hockey. Um, playoff hockey in August is not normal, but <laughs> playoff hockey is normal. So... You, you you get what you get and you take what you can get and uh take the good you take the bad yeah so go flames go mm-hmm. go habs go mm-hmm. they're both playing tonight i'm hoping yeah. to get i'm hoping to at least catch the tail end of the habs game the only thing is like i i haven't been keeping up with any of the teams or anything so there hasn't been much to keep up well with. exactly and so it's just it's this weird thing like normally going to the playoffs you, you like have an idea of what the team is like because they've been playing all season you have an idea of like uh, like their potential, how far they can go, and you know there's that excitement of like, you know the Flames have been playing great this year. They might go deep in the playoffs. Like who knows, you know? Um, or it's like, yeah, oh, the Flames squeaked into a wild card slot, so they're out first round probably. But uh, yeah. Um, but with this, it's just like I have no idea. Like it's gonna be like you know, I think there's some excitement to that too, I guess. But let me tell you something. Yeah. I watched the exhibition game mm-hmm. that they played against the Oilers. Oilers yeah. And they lost, pretty oh. pretty badly. Oh boy, four uh, one. Uh, but what was really really exciting was that it was hockey, <laughs> and that it was live. Sure. And that it was actually happening. It was. And you happening. didn't know what the result was going. to I be. I didn't know what the result was going to be because it wasn't posted on the YouTube video, <laughs> and I wasn't watching it with my friends, being like, "Oh, isn't this a cool game?" I I guess. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, I wonder we, if they'll win. See, we had to do that. Yeah. We had to do that because all of us were. Uh, going into a uh, an abyss we were staring into the abyss and it was looking back at us driving us all slowly but surely insane mm. so the fact that we can actually watch a game and not know the outcome is a very very cool thing sure and even though it was an exhibition game and it was technically meaningless i saw a lot of things that i saw i saw a lot of things that were that were um i guess heartening Sure. For one, Connor McDavid scored twice. Classic. So yeah, it's just like he's on the bench for four months, comes back, scores twice. Yeah, no big deal. Hi, I'm Connor. Yeah, the 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 man is a uh, he's a freak. Um, it's terrifying. Yeah, they might sweep Chicago. Yeah, which is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then like, and it was it's just so much fun to talk about hockey mm-hmm. again as like as a, as a living and breathing entity mm-hmm. something to be excited about and something that i can talk to my dad about sure. yeah. <laughs> you know um yeah it's uh and and let's be real my mom as well mm-hmm. um just you know something that we can relate to mm-hmm. and it's it's just really nice to have it back and i can't wait to watch it with everybody yeah i i'm excited for live games again yeah <laughs> that's for sure you gonna wear your your habs hat when you go to the zoo today no no <laughs> i'm trying to get you excited about Listen. something <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week i'm just sleepy you're okay um <laughs> but we're here yeah. to talk about bart carney what a Terrible name. Which is a very bad name for an episode, but it is the 12th episode of season nine, written by John Schwartzwelder, directed by Mark Kirkland, and original air date January 11th, 1998. This episode is boring. <laughs> <laughs> that was my biggest reaction. I was just like, I feel nothing. Oh my God. 
I just like I like there's there's there was some jokes that I enjoyed, you know, as always. There was some stuff that I laughed at. Yeah. And there was stuff that I would shook my head at, as is the case with a lot of season nine. But for the most part, I was just like, hmm. <laughs> like when something happens in the episode, I was just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's like they don't know how to make a interesting conflict episode without making Homer a jerk-ass Homer. Yeah. In season nine. Yeah. And I, I think the... Because um, he's Spud, not jerk-ass Homer. He's in not this. in this one, no. Uh, Spud and Cooter are bad characters. I agree. What I think and let me know if this is if i'm thinking of the wrong person here but i feel like you've said to me that spud and cooter are some of your least favorite characters that's yeah that's probably true yeah (laughs) so i probably have said that at some point yeah yeah i don't like them i think they're uh uh annoying and obviously like mean and like cruel uh i we can talk about jim varney you know he's the he's the voice of uh of cooter in this episode and I never was an earnest fan. Um, no, you know which one I saw? Which one? Scared Stupid, and it scared it's, me it scared stupid. You stupid. Yeah. yeah, I was very scared of it. I saw Saves Christmas, and it saved my Christmas. <laughs> did it actually? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but I did. I did watch like that. that. <laughs> I did watch that one when I was doing like a Thirty Days of Christmas movies thing. Um, oh right. Okay. And uh, it was uh, unmemorable. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what happened in that movie. It was like five years ago, but still. Uh, yeah, I never really cared for the Ernest movies. Um, I think Jim Varney's got a very distinct voice. So oh, like, yeah. I understand, you know, having him on for, to as a, to voice a character. I just don't think he does anything interesting with this character. Um, and I like Slinky Dog. Slink, yeah, yeah. of course. In Toy Story, I think Slink he does is good great. work with little Slink. Of course he does. But I don't like him as uh, Cooter. Which is also a dumb name. <laughs> it is a dumb name. Um, he was fifty when he died. He was so young. Yeah, he must have died not too long after this episode. I think. Yeah, he died. Yeah, died of lung cancer in February of two thousand. Yeah, so two years after this. Yeah. yeah, his last movie, I guess, was Toy Story two. Uh, yeah, I think so because I do know they they got. Uh, uh, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's name from uh, a lot of Adam Sandler movies to voice Slink in yeah. three and four. No, I guess he was. Um, he 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 had a voice. He had a voice role in Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Oh, of course, uh, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's favorite Disney film. Yeah. Um. Well, what was his? Okay, let's let's talk about the Ernest movie. Oh boy. <laughs> well, it's funny because like we've already had. I want to say two different Ernest references in The Simpsons. There's Ernest Goes Somewhere Cheap. Yeah. And I feel like there's another one, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Know what I mean, Hey Vern, It's My Family album. As Ernest P. Worrell, Davey Worrell and company, Ace Worrell, Lloyd Worrell, Billy... Yeah, he plays a lot of different er, Ernest-type people. Yeah. Like the, the mom... Doctor Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam. Oh my God, what is that? Uh, that's a that's an Ernest movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ernest sounds, goes to camp. Ernest like a fucking Crash Bandicoot game or something. Ernest shit. goes to camp is the first proper Ernest movie. Yes. Uh, followed by Ernest saves Christmas the next year. <laughs> then two years later in 1990, Ernest goes to jail. 
Of course. And then in 91, a year later, Ernest Scared Stupid. Ernest on death row. <laughs> Sometimes I wish. Uh, uh, 93, Ernest Rides Again. And mm-hmm. then 94, because, you know, just couldn't get enough. Ernest Goes to School. Boy. And then 95. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is one I didn't even know about. Slam Dunk Ernest. Oh, I remember seeing that <laughs> fucking, yeah. Uh, cover in uh, the video store. Yeah. Uh, 1997, Ernest Goes to Africa. Sure. Sure, there's nothing bad about that one. <laughs> <laughs> and the final Ernest movie is Ernest in the Army. Right, yeah. Oh, God. And one of his one of his characters that he plays is just credited as Operation Sandtrap Arab. Oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah, the '90s, they were all in on Ernest. Yeah, really. They so were like, just keep keep him coming. He played Ernest so many times. He played Ernest in one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Jesus, eleven feature films, and then a couple of specials. 11 feature films that's a lot how is that even possible and now 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 when you think about it who really remembers those movies uh boomers <laughs> yeah i guess so um and i think the the reference in cape fear is it because it is cape fear yeah um is like it's a great reference mm-hmm. and Cape Fear is in 95. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh yeah, Slam Dunk Ernest just came out. This is a very very prevalent cultural reference. <laughs> it's And the but the thing is, it's relevant for the whole decade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you had an Ernest movie every other year. Well, and even so like you've seen Scared Stupid I when have. you were young. Yeah. You've seen none of the other ones. I don't think so. That you know of, yeah. Um but you know who Ernest? Like, of course. If, if anyone says Ernest, your first thought is Jim Varney, Jim Ernest Varney, P. Worrell. Yeah. I know his name, yeah. yeah. And it's because, yeah, it was just so prevalent in the 90s. It's ubiquitous. Yeah. And I don't like him. No, I don't either. <laughs> um, I will say something very funny is uh, uh, How Did This Get Made, the podcast? Yeah. Did it one of the Ernest movies at one point, and June, uh, bless her heart. <laughs> just like talked how about how attractive Ernest is, and people were like, "What?" <laughs> well, especially our- Jason, and Jason's like, "Wait, no, June, June." <laughs> well, let me show you uh, his the headshot that they have of him. Okay, on Wikipedia, he look at him. I mean, yeah, like he's not a bad looking guy. No, he's a good looking guy. Um, but it's, it's a weird, (laughs) he's got that, like, if he, like, the thing is, that's the sad part, like, because it feels like if he made it into his late fifties, early sixties, he would get some, like, he, he has the face for like a serial killer. Oh, totally. You know, in like a, in like a thriller or something. Yeah. He would play Zodiac. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would, or like he, he has a, he has a a very, I certainly wouldn't tell you. Oh. Have you watched that movie recently? Is that is that why you're? Because it just no, came to Netflix. But I want to. I yeah. love that movie so much. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. You had it on your top twenty-five of the decade, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was pretty high up on mine. Um, 
I think that's my favorite Fincher. Yeah, as time goes on, it's probably it's it's probably my favorite as well, followed very closely by Fight Club still. Oh really? Yeah. I think social networks. Oh shit. Next for me. Oh shit. Okay. Okay, there's one, two, three then. <laughs> social network is probably my favorite Fincher. And then very closely by Zodiac and very closely by Fight Club. I like Fincher as a director. I think yeah, he's great. No too. one makes movies like him. Uh, yeah. but that's not what we're talking he's about. Got, he's got another one coming soon. What? Yeah, he's working on one. Oh yeah. I it has a bad or... title. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise I would remember it. Yeah. Uh I think it's probably a serial killer movie, because you great. know that's his bread and butter. You know, back to, back to the back to basics. Did he ever leave? Really? No, I guess not. I guess what was his last movie? Was it Gone Girl? Yeah, yeah. So that's it's, it's kind of in the it's, same it's vein. In the main, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible title. It's called Mank. Mank. Yeah. M a n k. M a n k. That's a yeah, but it's a, it's a biographical drama film about screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz. We'll call uh, it Mankiewicz then. I know, right? They <laughs> just call it Mank. What is that? What is that? It's if you did like a Spielberg biopic and you called it Spiel. Yeah, and it's going to be a Netflix movie. Of course, he only works I for mean, Netflix yeah. now. Yeah, well, why else would you deal with the fucking movie theaters, Christopher Nolan? That's a good point. Like, But the thing is, like, when he's working with Netflix, that makes me uh, excited in the fact that I might actually see his movie. Exactly. Instead of Maybe not. Ever. Ever seeing his movie because Warner Brothers has sunk so much money into it that they can't afford not to release it in theaters. Mm -hmm. Because if they don't and it doesn't make a billion dollars, all of a sudden Warner Brothers is gone. (laughs) And we only have Disney left. That's that's the thing that, that freaks me out the most is that like Warner Brothers is like the biggest other conglomerate that can actually compete with Disney. And they're really like one financial flop away from just being bought by Disney. Yep, it could happen. Yeah, because Universal is, after this year, forget it. Universal's dead. Well, they were the ones who did that deal with AMC recently, right? Did you read about that? Well, they're, yeah, they got, they're the ones that, that released Trolls World Tour. Yeah, and, but but like just recently, oh. they, they announced that they've it's like a, a landmark deal where uh, their deal with uh, exhibition films or whatever so like they only need to stay in the theater for like two weeks or something before they can be released on VOD. Two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Which is insane. <laughs> because that's movies, just, uh, movie theaters are gone. They're dying. They're gone. They're. <laughs> I'm sad about it. I don't like it. No, me neither. I would wear a mask. I have. I have too. I have gone to the movies. I want to see Sonic. I wore a mask. Got in the theater. I was the only one in there. Yeah, no kidding. Because you can get it on demand. Yeah. At your house. And I um, I still love that you called it aggressively fine. <laughs> Sarnik. It's just a Sarnik the Herge Herg. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I always get worried about Warner Brothers. Because honestly, I'm rooting for them. Yeah. Because they need to stay around. I mean, they got some... They got some they got some positive things in the docket. They got Wonder Woman 1984. That's right. Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out, um, which will be a lot of fun. Yeah. If it ever comes out. What's the uh, what's the uh, 80s song they use in that trailer? How does, does it, it feel? <laughs> da, da, da. It's Blue Monday. That's right. By New Order. Um, that's like such... I remember that uh, one of the last times I was in the theater and saw new trailers. 
There was that one, and there was the Top Gun one right after. Oof. Where Those are like, two good trailers. <laughs> where it played like uh, Take My Breath Away or whatever. No, it's or was the, it? It's no, the it's Top Danger Gun. Zone. It's it was the, Danger Zone. It's the, no, it's the Top Gun theme. It's the... That's right. That's right. But like in a slow... Yeah. And I was like... I mean, this is this is the way trailers are right now. Yep, <laughs> like, and it's play a song, I, but make it sad. Yeah, it's what I want. Yeah, it's great. Well, when like oh, the Top Gun Maverick trailer fucking rules. It's yeah, it's very good. It's like, it's like that's Tom Cruise. <laughs> I, that's I know that guy. He's in that jet. He definitely. He is. is definitely in that jet. He is definitely above the stratosphere, which means he's already in space. Shit. That technically means he's in space. But Mission Impossible 8. He will be in outer space. space. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) First ever movie star to go there. He's not a movie star anymore. He's a he's a franchise. He's a he is a he Tom Cruise is a franchise man. He is. And I'm for Did you read that 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 Tandy Newton interview? No, I read about it. Like I heard, I I I know things that were in it, but I didn't actually read it. It's so, fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she just keeps going back to like she she doesn't say a bad thing about Tom Cruise other than the fact that he's not a human. Right. <laughs> you know, like he's like he's so incredibly intense, but what I also didn't know was that John Woo didn't direct the movie in English. Because uh, Mission the, Impossible too. Yeah, because the language barrier is so wow was so much for him. Like he he didn't really direct it in English. He was like it, there was a translator on, and like Tom Cruise apparently was directing a lot of the acting scenes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's neat. That movie's bad. It's not good. It's how long is it? It's two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, I want to say that. It feels like three hours. It does. So that's bad. Not enough mask reveals. <laughs> you think that was what was what's lacking in that movie? The masks? <laughs> More mask reveals. See, we'll keep talking about Mission Impossible all the time because I think you finished a rewatch recently. I finished a rewatch recently. I did a marathon a couple days, a couple years ago. Yeah, of all of them. All of them. It was great. Yeah, there's about to be another one someday. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I can't wait for Top Gun Maverick though. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, you know who's not a Maverick? Who? Homer. Oh, right. Sorry. We're talking about The Simpsons and Bart Carney. Um, <laughs> uh, Cooter and Spud. Ugh. So you don't like Cooter, but what do I you don't. think of Spud? Spud is also bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a little piece of garbage. Yeah, he's, he's like a, he's like a, a nega Bart. Yeah, you know? he's, a, he's a garbage boy. And like Bart's already a bad little boy. Yeah. So Spud's even a worse little boy. Yeah, he is. And I don't like him. Nah. Not much to like about him. No. If we're being honest, not much to like about either of them. I like that's the thing about this episode is it just it just again I said it was boring, but it's also just like just feels gross <laughs> the whole time. Like all the weird carny stuff is like you know. What's your experience with carnivals and carnival folk? Well, Greg, I went to hoop up days. Many years when I was a child. Hoop up days, huh? Hoop up days in Lethbridge, Alberta. All right, what's for the? It's the it's the shitty stampede. <laughs> the shitpede. Yeah, it's you know, Lethbridge was like, 
Stampede does, you know, a lot of money and stuff. Yeah. Let's, let's do one. And they did whoop up days. And a ton of towns in Alberta do that. Yeah. Do the same thing where they try and capitalize on the business of the Stampede. Um, when that was a thing, mm-hmm. maybe it's not anymore. Who knows? Well, first time in like a hundred years. Over a hundred years. <laughs> no not stampede. even a one hundred year flood could stop the stampede. But coronavirus did. Sure did. Um but yeah, I went to Whoop Up Days a lot. I, I went to the Stampede a couple times because yeah. my uh relatives were in Calgary. Um and that's the only reason you go. Yeah. Is when someone from out of town comes to the stampede comes to town for the stampede and you have the unfortunate uh burden of knowing them <laughs> and they're like oh we should go to the stampede and you're like oh i would rather put a gun in my Please mouth no. um but you're there anyway yeah. and guess what as soon as you hit the midway it's 35 degrees and you forgot sunscreen and, and it smells like barf it smells like barf because five kids over there have heat stroke and barfed mm-hmm. next to you because the nanny who's taking care of them doesn't have the wherewithal to do this they were just instructed by their rich employers to take their horrible children to the stampede tell us how you really feel i hate the stampede (laughs) it fucking sucks people way people are outside way too much the air-conditioned areas are always way too crowded and um everything's too expensive yep and the midway games are scams yes they are go figure um weird uh, <laughs> Weird. Uh, what about the rides? You don't like rides in general. I don't right? like rides. Yeah. Rides scare me. <laughs> I don't like rides or fun. <laughs> Going out of my comfort zone, <laughs> meeting new people. <laughs> um, I love rides, but I don't like midway rides. What's the difference to you? Midway rides are very focused on spinning you. Right, like right. that's the that's the like ninety percent of them. Yeah, are yeah. just like well, this one spins you, but you're on an octopus. <laughs> this one spins you, but you're in a teacup and you yeah. can run into each other. Yeah, this one spins you, but it's a pirate ship, and you're like, okay, well, <sighs> that's, that's cool. So what what is your kind of ride? Uh, roller coasters. Roller coasters. Yeah. Okay, so you're those a, are those are more like your uh, coaster connoisseur. Like you're you're going forward. Yeah. Right. Uh, I get dizzy easily, sure. So me obviously, too. that's a big reason why I don't like the spinny ones. But yeah. also, uh, I think even if I didn't get dizzy, it's just—I don't know. To me, it's just like it's so pointless. <laughs> like it's so just like moving you around. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. At least with a roller coaster, you feel like you're completing something. Yeah, and that, that's also why I love Disney because they put stories in a lot of their rides, and I'm like, ah, at least on this ride, I'm being told a story. It's almost like they've had. Uh over half a century to figure it out. Mm. And Imagineers. And everyone else is just copying them yes. in worse ways. But I also, uh, I've, when I was a kid anyway, I really enjoyed the like fun house and haunted house type things sure. uh, that you could just walk through because like, obviously that was uh, not spinny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're usually very lame, um, but uh, which is why I really like the Screamatorium bit in this episode it's a great bit because that's very apropos um i will say again it's one of those things where i think they overdo the joke um by one i think by one room maybe it's like a little too long it's a little too long because like honestly the first first uh room they go in yeah where it's just like 
practically nothing. I love the empty coffin yes. with the spring. The spring, very funny. Um, and then like, I want to suck your blood or whatever. Uh, I guess that one's broken, Bart says. And again, I'm like, I don't need their commentary. Yeah. I just need them to go through it and watch it all. And then come out and be angry, and the guy say sorry. And I think that's a great joke. It's but the fact that they're like, well, that one's just confusing. I'm like, who is that? Like, com- like adding the commentary just overdoes it for me. Yeah, it's like the show has become a little overwritten. You know, in a way, like how it's it's almost in a way how like improv scenes can be overspoken. Sure, but that's like the nature of improv. So sometimes that's what's funny, right? But because it's a written medium, the less you have is, that freedom to yeah. The less is yeah. more approach allows you to be like maybe we can think this through. Maybe we, do we need that and not? Whereas like on an in an improv one, you kind of expect there to be the commentary, mm-hmm. right? That's the whole bit, yeah, right. But in a very visual medium that is also highly written, sometimes you don't need it. And I Agreed. think I think you're absolutely right. I think the commentary undercuts the joke. Yep. Um, but I, I still think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a good joke. I think yeah. it's a very good joke. Um, because that is a hundred percent what those things were like when I was a kid, I remember going to the stampede. This is like ingrained in my brain and going in one of those kind of, uh, carts. And I, I swear it was, a, it was a Ghostbusters themed one and like stay puff marshmallow man jumped out at you and like all these things. And I was so scared and I'm pretty sure at some point they got some kind of cease and desist or something where they couldn't do that ride anymore because it was an IP mm-hmm. that they didn't have the rights to. Um, but like, there's just, I don't know. It's weird because I'm like, I remember it very clearly, but I see no remnants of it in the world. So I'm like, did I imagine that? <laughs> did I imagine a Ghostbusters haunted house ride? Um but that being said, I've uh, ridden some of those like haunted haunted cart things uh, as an adult, and I'm like, wow, this is not scary at all. <laughs> like, and I didn't expect to be as an adult, but I like my memory of it was that it was pitch black. Yeah, things would go like shine brightly very quickly, and like a fucking alarm would go off when when it did to just like it's just startling you more or less, but. Uh, but when I went and I don't know if they've had to change it. That's the other thing. I'm like, I don't know if they had to make it brighter in the rooms because there was like maybe too many kids getting like little pee pants. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I, I ride them now and it's like, it's like, I can see all the things that are going to jump out at me like before they light up. Yeah. Um, which is, uh, interesting. I feel like, man, I feel like there's another show that did a similar gag with, uh, one of those haunted house things. Let me tell you one of my experiences with a haunted house. So way back when I used to live in Ontario, I went to a place called, I think it was called Storybook Village. I couldn't be exactly sure about it, though. Um, And they had like, because you know in a lot of storybooks that there are like a evil witch's house. Of course. Right? So they had one of those Mm -hmm. as their haunted house. And I was there with my cousins, uh, Melissa and Chris. Hi, guys, if you're listening. (laughs) I know you're not. Um... And we went, and I do believe that this is true. But again, I was very young. Mm-hmm. I might be conflating things. Mm-hmm. So I was too scared to go into the haunted house, as I am wont to do. My cousins and my sister, however, not scared at all, they went in, and um, 
by all accounts, my cousin Melissa and my sister Carly had a great time. My cousin Chris, however, I was on the other side of the house because it's one of those things you go through and you come on yep. the other side. I came out, I went around with my mom because she had to stay with me because I was scared. Yep. Um, so we're on the other side of the house waiting to waiting to come out. And after about 10 minutes, my cousin Chris bolts out the the exit of the house and runs into the forest behind the house oh, just no. screaming his giant feet just like running and running you know how like puppies have giant feet sure. that they haven't grown into that's yeah. like my cousin yeah. chris he had giant feet that he didn't grow into until very later on uh-huh. uh he's just like buh, 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 and he just like runs he's like ah and like falls into the forest uh it was great did you so did you ever go into that absolutely house? not <laughs> after that no <laughs> You were already scared. Yeah, I was already too scared, so definitely not. <laughs> Did you ever ask him what he saw? Yeah. Hmm. Was it like a was it a doppelganger of him, like the movie Us? It might have been. That'd be scary. That's the scariest thing to find in a haunted house. That's something Yourself? I learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, is that was that what he sang in the movie? Jesus, that's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Right? That's a, I love that movie. Yeah, it's really that's good. So good. <laughs> uh, he should make more. Yeah, he is. Good. Um, so what other uh, like carnival kind of rides or like games? Did you play Midway games? Uh, did you go You know, on... I was like, I was so against just outdoor carnivals in general because I get so uncomfortable sure. in the heat. Yeah. And there's no way to get out of it that I kind of issued those situations in general. But, of course, I've been to, you know, arcades and that sort of mm. thing, which have a very similar vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, only they take the carnies out of the equation and you're just being scammed by computers. Correct. Essentially. Um, so I don't have much uh, experience with actual Midway games. And Midway rides were just spinning around in circles and they made me sick. So I stopped doing those after a while. And after a while, I just sort of got to the point where I was like, huh, I guess I just hate this in general. And I'll stay at home when you guys want to go to the stampede. I'll be like, yeah, would love to go and get a sunburn and feel like I have to barf all day long and pay $12 for a bottle of water and then get scammed out of a lot of my money on the midway rides and then, you know, feel nauseous again after we go on the rides. But I would love to, but I have other things to do here, like watch television in the basement and be comfortable. Mm -hmm. So the answer is, fuck that shit. Okay. That's fair. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) But yourself? Yeah, like I, I never really, um, I, 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 I was such a like, um, like that. I bought into the Midway Games idea so easily as a kid. Sure, I'm like colors and like it's a game and I can win shit. Like, hmm. I'll sure, mom, give me money. <laughs> um, ding 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 ding. And uh, I remember two very specific separate occasions where. I won a stuffed animal of some kind in a carny game uh, and then left it on a ride and cried. <laughs> yeah. And we would go back. I remember one was a little pickle. It was like a little guy, it was a little like anthropomorphic pickle guy. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, oh, that's my little pickle friend. Um, and I left him on a ride. Uh, I realized I left him on there. I told my, my mom, like, we need to go back to, like, get him. We went back, and uh, the guy was like, yeah, you can go look for him. And, like, I couldn't find the the cart I was in or whatever, you know? So, like, I looked in a bunch of them, and I couldn't find him, and I was very sad. And then another time, I remember, uh, I, I can't, honestly, I can't remember what the stuffed animal was. It was, it was like a little bear, I want to say. But I went in one of those, like, funhouse things. And I, you know, I was a little kid, so I was, like, pretending the little bear was going through all the stuff, too, with me. And I got to the end where there's a, there's a slide, a slide that brings you down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I had the idea that I would go down the slide first and the stuffed animal would come down with me. Uh, like, I wasn't stupid enough to think he would do it on his own, but my idea was I would get on the slide, I'd put him at the top of the slide, I'd start going and I'd, like, nudge him so that he'd follow me. And I missed him. <laughs> So I went down the slide without my stuffed animal, and I was like, oh no, and I was like, and I like couldn't climb back, I actually tried, I tried to climb back up the slide and I couldn't, so I had to like run around, go back in the fun house, and get there, and it was gone. And then uh, I remember uh, there was like a bunch of little kids, um, uh, and I, I think I asked some of them, like, did you see this stuff, this stuffed animal? And I think one of them was like, oh, was it, uh, was it blue? Which I think it was. I'm like, yeah, and like, I haven't seen him. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. So I'm pretty sure that child oh. stole my stuffed animal. You got scammed. I got scammed. You got beaten I'm a by the best. I was beaten by the best. But yeah, I liked uh I liked the Midway games, even though I even as a kid understood they were very uh like scams is maybe the wrong, but like they're rigged in a certain way, yeah. you know. Um, cause I did win shit here and there and there was always like small things yeah. and giant novelty combs. Um, but never the big ones that I really wanted, you know, but there were some that I, I like ski ball a lot. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. I like the basketball ones. Mm-hmm. So what's to say about this episode? Really? I've never liked it. No, it's always been a low point for me. And that's someone who doesn't like most of season. Nine. Right. Um, like there's the thing is there's nothing to me especially in this watch around there's nothing to me that's specifically like egregious in it it's like as far as structure goes it's structured well enough it has a it has a coherent plot yeah um it has a focused plot it's got a weird badger plot it does it does have a weird badger plot um but it's not too bad. But it's, it's not, not too, too, it's too bad. bad it's not too outlandish. You know, I just need them to be doing something before the carnival yeah. drives by. It's it's very status quo, and it just, and it doesn't really go anywhere. Like it doesn't really give a plot. So it's like it's kind of just like it's it's like a spinning wheels badger plot. Yeah, in a lot of ways, which is like, is that worse? Is it better? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think it's better. Honestly, yeah, I'll go with better. Okay, because it's it, it feels like they had an idea and they were just like, okay, let's let's see what the family's doing. We can give them some time, yeah, to set up some status quo. And there's some fun jokes in there. I like the kids just being lazy and lounging around. Mm-hmm. Um, that reminded when I saw this episode, it like that's the part that was like, oh, that's me. Sure, it reminded me of me. I'm never gonna like when I was Lying a kid. Down, yeah, I'm a shitty kid, so yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do any of my chores. I just want the reward for nothing. Mm-hmm. And ding, 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 yep. ding, 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 gimme, 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 yep. that sort of thing. And I was like, yeah, I lounge around the house all day. It's a hot day. I don't want to go outside. Forget that. Uh, but when the carnival comes to town, you're like, okay, cool. Simpsons are going to a carnival, but you're right. It's just kind of boring. Yeah. 
Because the the stakes, like you never really think that they're going to lose their house. It's stupid. Um, well, like the so you have like arguably what seems to be the main plot of them becoming carnies, yeah, right, and then that's taken away for the final act very quickly. And then the next plot is them living with the carnies, yeah, and then that's taken away where now it's they're stealing your house, yeah, and you got to stop them. And so yeah, it's just kind of it's kind of up and down with like where its plotting goes, and it's an episodic episode. Yeah, and I don't like those carnies. <laughs> yeah, so when and they're such a focus of the episode. Yeah, when your guest characters are so central to your to every beat of the plot, and they're not good, they're not compelling, they're not interesting, and above all and most egregiously, they're just not funny. There's not much to do. Like Cooter's like Jim Varney might be able to give a good performance as a voice actor, and we've heard it as Slink, but he's not funny when you're not giving him anything funny to do. Yeah. Cooter is fundamentally not a funny character. No, I don't think I laughed at one thing he said. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> like I think maybe the most the the thing I find most um tickling about him is his cigarette gag. And sure. when Bart says do hey, again. can you do that again? Not for a while. Yeah. I think that's kind of funny. That's Yeah, yeah. that's probably the, the closest to a good joke he gets. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so silly. Yeah. Marge gets some fun stuff in this episode. Marge continues to be very sad. <laughs> yeah, I think she's quite funny. Yeah. The way that they... Um, I, li- I like her uh, glass-bottom car bit, but again, it's very sad. Like yeah. It's like, oh, Marge. Oh, Marge. I wonder what's going on under what's there. Going on with you? What am I missing? <laughs> you know, um, her vain attempts to uh, get the kids to listen to her, I think, are sad and also funny. Yep. Um, something that I really like about the beginning is when they're going ding, 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 yeah. and Lisa joins in, ding, 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 and Mar- and Homer thinks it's the Ice Cream Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like kind of throwback Homer. Like he's very sweet at that moment. Yeah. I also like when, um, you know, Marge is being smug. Like, ah, oh, I need some money. Well, Dan. well, 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 well. And Homer's just like, hey, kids, carnival, take the money. <laughs> take all the money you need. Yeah. I think that's funny. Yeah. Um, She's very resigned to it. She's like, oh. Her shudder when Homer invites them to stay. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what's what's wrong, Mom? Why'd I don't you shudder know. just now? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who's the greasy sleaze bag now? And she's like, <laughs> it's. I think that's funny. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think she's she gets some good moments. Like she's pretty close to my MVP in this episode. Yeah, if I'm perfectly honest, because it's not the carnies. Nope. And. And like Homer is very like he doesn't really have he doesn't really do much surprisingly in this episode for for being in it most of it. Yeah. I would say uh if I had picked an MVP I think it'd be Homer though. I think just because he solves the crisis at the end in a clever way. In a clever way, yeah, definitely. I go with Marge cuz I think I've followed her I think I followed her a little bit more throughout yeah. this one. Um, I guess we're doing the, the MVPs now. <laughs> Good job, Greg. Well, you brought it really up. Really <laughs> fucked up the whole show. <laughs> Everything's out of order. 
It's like Memento. Oh, shit. You ever see that movie? No. People said it was backwards, but, you know, I didn't really. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Back to Nolan. Um, nah. I have nothing else to say about this episode. <laughs> Great. There's no two-story so, outhouse in this I, episode. Yeah, like, I'm so just, like even watching it today i i was thinking about this i'm like you know i haven't watched this episode in so long because i in my memory just don't like it and i'm like oh like might be interesting to see why it's not watching it this time i was just like man this is just like it's just a dud for me it's not like an interesting it's not a fiasco no where it's interesting to talk about why it's a dud it's just like hmm all right yeah i had a feeling watching it that this would be a short episode yeah yeah sorry everybody I'm not. I guess. Um, I guess it's they better. should be apologizing to us. I guess it's better than us. Just you know, like the Simpsons creators should apologize. To- yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah, for giving us years and years of free content That's right. and allowing <laughs> us to turn it into a uh, very very fun hobby uh-huh. uh, that gives our lives some sort of direction. Yeah, shame on you. How Simpsons. dare you? <laughs> How dare you? My first Number question. One. My first question is, who do you think you are? <laughs> Question two, how dare you? How dare you? And number three, the audacity. <laughs> Not a question, more well, of a statement. More of a statement. Still. <laughs> I yield my time. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, that yeah, a, it's yeah. great. Oh, it's, it's great. so funny. Yeah. I yield my time. I yield my time. Fuck you. <laughs> I honestly can't even remember what context it was. I don't know. Here's... Here's how crazy the world we live in is right now. <laughs> the person calling in for that, I can't remember what they were furious about. Whether it was it was something to do with the coronavirus, whether it was something to do with the with, with masks, with masks, if it was something to do with the racial violence that's been happening with police protests, with any of those things, I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. There's so many options. There's so many options that it I can't remember and frankly does it matter? No. No. It's a great soundbite. It is a great soundbite. I yield my time. Fuck you. Speaking of, yeah. Reference desk is also very short. Oh, great. Uh Art Carney. You know who that is? Yes, I do. He won the best picture. No, not best picture. He's a man. Uh <laughs> he won the best actor Oscar in 1974. For, for that movie where he shared the screen mostly with a cat and he drove across the country with a cat. I don't remember what the Weird. movie was, but I that's how I know who he was because Al Pacino probably should have won for Godfather Part 2. Interesting. Yes. A cat, you say? A cat! <laughs> yes, I'm going to find the yeah, name of do. the film <laughs> because the description is clearly... That's bananas. Yeah, Art Carney... Won his best actor Oscar. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's the one. Harry and Tonto. Okay, who's yeah. Harry? Oh, um, that's a good question. Is Art it Carney? the cat? Uh, Art Carney as Harry Combs and Tonto, Tonto as, as Tonto. <laughs> Tonto is credited as Tonto. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he's the cat. Um, yeah, in an Oscar warming, in an Oscar winning performance, Tonto is his pet cat. And that's go, so weird. Yeah, and that's the movie 
that this performance that's, that beat that Al Pacino, Pacino in Godfather Two. One of, in my personal opinion, one of the great performances by an actor in a movie. That film. I still haven't seen it. Really? Um, yep. But you saw the first one. I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, second one. If you've seen the first one, even better. Cool. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. One day, uh, Def Leppard. Constantly being referred to in this episode. Yeah. With their little album uh, that you can win. Yeah. In the ring toss game. Uh, and then uh, Groove Me by King Floyd is the song playing at the end. Groove Me, baby. Those are the only references I picked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. It was, uh, it was a low reference. Hitler? Episode, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a reference to uh, the Fuhrer. Yeah. Adolf Hitler. Yeah, that's the one. Um, what was your favorite joke, my dude? Um, The empty coffin. In the screamatorium? Yeah, in the screamatorium. Yeah. Spring. There's nothing there. I think that's just a really funny joke. Yeah. Like, it's... <laughs> I just imagine myself being the kids in that moment and just being like, oh, my God. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, there are some Callaway Park. The last when like I went to Callaway Park. It's a for those of you who don't know. Why would you? It is an amusement park on the outskirts of Calgary. And they have a quote unquote haunted house there. And it's a uh, very lackluster as well. It reminds me of that. Maybe they've renovated it. I haven't been there in over a decade. But anyway, I remember spiders playing piano spiders that's that's cute they're probably good piano players they have eight limbs yeah yeah and yourself that's all i remember from it uh screamatorium definitely is up there especially just like the uh carney's reaction when they come out sorry um well it's just like he's just sitting there like yep i'm like doing my job and then like they come out and he looks over and they're glaring and he knows immediately and so he hangs his head and says sorry (laughs) i'm like yep that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but definitely, I think my favorite joke is uh, Skinner and Agnes. Oh, yeah. As he's trying to get the lamp and specifically hit the the, the uh, talk of, <laughs> I'm trying, mother. It's hard. And you're failing, Seymour. What's with you in failure? Um, I don't like the knife thing as much. Like, well, you know, like, like I don't, I, I don't like quite, that as an end to that joke. I didn't quite get it as the button to the joke for years uh-huh. <laughs> until this watch. Yeah, because it's an episode I don't go back to very yep. often, and I got it this time. As in, like he's gonna try and win this knife so he can stab Damn her his mother. later, and I just thought it was him like changing targets, right? Try something else to try something else to see if he could actually win. But it's like. No, he has he's a glance mad. at his mom, and then he's he tosses mad. some he rings, and he's, he's angry. He wants to because he's a non-veteran. Yeah. yeah, and I don't like that that much. But I love the just them talking to each other and her being shitty. To, I just I don't know. I'm trying, mother. It's hard. Is <laughs> is very funny to me. <laughs> it's a very Skinner line. Yeah, so. truly. Um, MVPs we already went through. Remember rate, review, subscribe. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we're here now. I'm just kidding, but also I'm not. Um, guys, gang, yeah, folks, mm-hmm. this episode was bad. It's a thumbs down for me. Yeah, it's the first thumbs down for me in the season. Wow, first one. No, it's not. All Cartridge all Family was all singing, all dancing. Was was a thumbs down. All singing, all dancing is a thumbs down, and then this one. Okay, it's been uh, not a good couple of weeks for me. <laughs> 
Um, and next time, though, is the joy of sect. The joy of sect, which is another one I don't revisit often. So we'll see how I feel about it. This I time. revisit this one all the time. Yeah. I love it. The only thing I really remember is na 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 leader. Na 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 leader, leader. Batman. Batman. I mean, I mean, leader. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have a great guest lined up for Perfect Joy of Sect. So it's a uh, Jim. <laughs> Just the ghost of Jim Vardy. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get him on gonna... this episode. <laughs> I was going to say I couldn't remember his name, so that's why I had to stop the joke. But the infamous leader of the the cult that of the Movementarians. Uh, no. The real life oh, cult. Oh, Waco. That yeah. Yeah. Was it is like Jim Jim Jones or something? Jim Jones. I think that's what it was, yeah. Jonestown. Jonestown, yes, the Jonestown Massacre. Yeah. It's a band. Um it's a, it's named after name for a band. Yep, named after a lot of people dying. Uh that'll be our next episode, Joy of Sect. Mm. And uh hope to see y'all there. Hopefully we'll have it out on time this time. Yeah. Sorry. Our about lives the are all over the place. Yeah. I'm sure everybody's is. Yes. Sorry about the delay, everybody. But you're welcome also. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod or Two Bad Neighbors, the Simpsons podcast. You can email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can subscribe to our Patreon at Boathouse Studios. Uh, you can. Like Greg mentioned at the beginning of this episode, we have a new episode that just dropped uh, with two episodes from the zombie years, and we'll have our Dungeons and Dragons commentary in about 15 days. That's right. I'm looking forward to doing that. As of the recording of this episode, we haven't done it yet. Yeah. Everything is potential. Everything's up in the air, baby. Yeah. But thanks to everybody once again, and hope you stay safe. And Greg, any final thoughts? I mean, you know... Get yourself a Billy and the Clonosaurus mask or whatever fun Simpsons quote mask that you want to do and uh, wear it with pride. It'll well be said. fun. Well said. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody. And remember, keep watching the skis. Yeah. He was weird. Yeah, he was weird. Um, the Zone. Canadian. Yeah. YTV, baby. Yeah. Youth television. Mm-hmm. That's what it meant. Mm-hmm. Remember Uh-Oh? Do I? <laughs> was Guy, was Guy Smiley? No, not Guy Smiley. Wink, Wink Yahoo. Wink Yahoo, yeah. yeah. Guy yeah. Smiley is the Muppet. <laughs> you ready? It was always so weird because like there were, there's, there's always like, because you had to have an adult host. Of course. And they always had these, these these weird vibes that they gave off. Like, I think about it now, like, Wink Smiley, he must have been a coke addict. Wink Yahoo. Wink Yahoo, excuse me. <laughs> Wink Smiley was the coke addict. That's right. That's why you don't hear from him anymore. Well, and then you got the Punisher. Huh? The Punisher? Frank Castle? No. Oh. In, in Uh-Oh. Uh-huh. There was the Oh, Punisher. right. He's like an S&M guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had, dumped he, slime on children. Yeah, he wore bondage gear. Yep. And they got a question wrong, and the and it's like Punisher, and he's like, "Green is my favorite color," and like like he does a little pun when, yeah, yeah, when yeah. he dumps like, shit on kids. Goop is goopy. Is like, I don't know. That was a good one. Yep. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, we warmed up. Oh boy, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs>